0: Welcome to the Blue Fire Digital Network.
1: Welcome to the War is Everything podcast, where we share scripture, discuss the Christian metal scene and music, and help promote lesser-known bands. I'm Zachariah. And I'm Hunter. And we're your hosts.
0: Today's scripture comes from Psalm 9 and its verses 9 and 10, which says, The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you, for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. I like that. I don't know. I mean, obviously I like all the scripture that we read, but still the yeah. Psalms sometimes it's just it it adds something that you're like, man, I forget that these parts of the Psalms exist where it's mm. uh really hope-filled and all that. But this is metal, but, we don't talk about hope. Yeah, so. we have to talk about breaking the jaws of the deceiver and and killing Satan and storming the gates of hell. That's metal, right? Yeah. So yeah, but anyway, we're uh we're excited to have another guest on. Welcome to another episode. We have Christopher from refiner, our first Canadian that we know of. Great. So, I mean, that's, that's not a bad thing. We're, we're getting around there. Honestly, our, our listenership is very odd. I mean, like, obviously America is all the States we have listeners in, but we have a lot of like weird countries that I'm like, who even like thought to listen to that like unless they found us on a christian metal group and they're one of the people that never say anything i have no idea how we get found by some people in some other countries but uh yeah one person from estonia i yeah there are weird like random countries out of nowhere where it's like oh yeah that is a country isn't it yeah when i have to be reminded that a country exists it's weird to think that somebody lives there and listens to our podcast but
1: i mean hey for for the the band outside of the the u.s our uh most streamed country or whatever i guess is brazil so i mean oh really uh, yeah i don't know we've never been to brazil but you know there's that nope
0: i need to look that up actually for my band so
1: (laughs) welcome uh
0: to christopher though glad to have you on thank you i'm glad to be here
1: he does not speak for both of us
0: oh (laughs) man (laughs) Really roughing up the guest already. That's fine. I'll be the See, nice guy I'm, this time.
1: I'm tired and it's been a long day already. So expect lots of sarcasm I, I made, and
0: shots. I made you guys <laughs> wait up a
2: little
1: later. No, it's fine. <laughs> sorry. It's fine. I tomorrow's Sunday, which means I don't have to be up until, you know, nine o'clock or whatever. So if I stay up late, it's not a big deal. I'm just saying I'm already ready to take sarcastic shots at everybody. So be prepared. Got it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll have mute Zachariah like on
0: standby right here. (laughs) Beautiful. you see his mouth move click. (laughs) (laughs) What you guys aren't currently hearing is Zachariah talking. He is currently muted.
1: (laughs) You guys can play that game where you watch like, you know, you watch a movie that you've never seen before and try to like create the dialogue for them. (laughs) You can just do that with me
0: uh so christopher why why are we bringing you on today what are we talking about well i don't know no i'm just kidding uh,
2: <laughs> <How>
0: <laughs> I don't believe... know, this is your podcast you pick, yeah you picked the song why what do you mean we don't know you're talking <laughs> about
2: i believe we're talking about my solo project refiner which recently got signed to rottweiler records which is a huge exciting thing uh yeah. for me kind of a dream come true in many ways um And then also the recent release of my debut EP, Firewalker, that came out just a few months ago. And uh, yeah, it's been super cool so far hearing all the the feedback and reception and for just little old me making music rather poorly in this very (laughs) old bedroom.
1: (laughs) Trust me, we know uh, a
2: thing
0: or two about writing poor music.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Hunter's great at that.
2: (laughs)
0: No, that, that's exciting. Yeah. Zachariah, what was your
2: um, your Facebook bio? It's like an average <laughs> yeah. deathcore screamer for an average yeah. deathcore. <laughs> my,
1: my Facebook bio literally says um, average metalcore slash deathcore vocalist for an average metalcore slash deathcore band.
0: <laughs> Very nice. I, I totally forgot that that was there. And i gotta I gotta put something interesting in my bio. It's the only thing that would make my page redeemable.
2: I'm just the the cliche uh Christian married man who has like the first thing on my Instagram bio is just like heart at my wife.
1: I hate that. <laughs> I hate that <laughs> <laughs> cliche white people, I tell you,
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what my Instagram bio is, but I know that I put in a specific order. I put something like Christ follower, husband, father, and then musician Mm -hmm. after that or something like that. And I was just like, yeah, the order matters. I'm going to put that. That's cool. People will be interested in that. And uh, then I I continued to not use my personal Instagram for literally anything. (laughs) So it doesn't do (laughs) anything.
2: I, I definitely don't use it very often,
0: but to I've been trying. When I need that
2: extra boost of like i'm doing something like musically or like it's my anniversary or yep. something like that <laughs> that's basically it
1: yeah i'm trying to use instagram more and by trying to i mean i think i have three posts on instagram in the last like two months so
2: <laughs> i i just cheat and i i connect my facebook and my instagram accounts so i just post on one and it deals with the other one i don't have to worry about it <laughs>
0: too much time too much social media to manage otherwise i get yeah, it yeah absolutely i try and stay off it as
2: much as i can which is why my band instagram is very very slow <laughs> it's like every two months i'll post something
0: but yeah you've you followed one of our our instagrams uh with one of the for the rock things and mm-hmm. so i went to go look at it and i was like most recent post was from like mm-hmm. february of this year okay <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was my, I think that was my um, art account and I haven't used it for quite a while, but I'm, I'm working on stuff and I'm going to start using that one a bit more. But you guys were just popped up as I logged in, it was like blue fire horizon, like suggested follower. I'm like, okay, I'll just add a bunch of these bands. Like,
0: (laughs) yeah, the trick is to do that. And then once they follow you back, just unfollow. Unfollow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If None you're in a band and listening to this, crap, right? if if you're listening to this and you're in a band, I I we're following you. I promise.
2: <laughs> I love those people that will just spam you, and they'll just oh be like, "Hey, I'll follow you if you follow me." I'm like, Why? I, I like, wish we got help. those. You're not, gonna, you're not gonna like even look
0: at my content. What's the point? I I wish that we got those. Uh, every time I post something, either under the band or the network to uh, the network Instagrams everything is always promoted on this promoted on that yeah. because probably because I do hashtag podcast, but whatever. So yeah. that's a mess.
2: Yeah. I get those same emails. I just, that was going my
1: spam forward now. <laughs> I have absolutely no shame. So I'm just going to say I follow exactly two pages on Instagram and they're both ours. So <laughs> if you're following me, I'm not following you. You back. gotta, you gotta get those boost accounts, right? Like just <laughs> you know, all,
2: all
0: those numbers up just every every post you make from now on Zachariah just follow for follow but then never follow them back <laughs> there you go <laughs> but so yeah talking about uh your solo project Refiner I didn't realize how new it was I I must have missed something but yeah so I saw I went to go back and listen to everything because I I like to be relatively well read on on people's discographies you know Unless it's like convictions, where I have to listen to like six albums before I talk to Michael, that's a very different story.
1: That would yeah. take a lot
0: longer. But uh, yeah, I went to go back and I was like, oh, maybe he has something other than Firewalker. I was like, nope. It was just the blackout single, so I guess I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I listened through Firewalker a few times, and I do have one question. Yes. Not related to uh, Undertow, which is the actual song that we'll be featuring today. Um, for the clock in the veil.
1: Hmm
0: why is that song like five times more uh, listened to than the rest of your music? Did I miss something?
1: Because kind that's of. the first song he released.
0: Yes. Okay. So it because was, I
1: pay attention to our fellow artists. <laughs> See, I'm
0: just trying to have conversations. Zacharias over here, like you're an idiot. You should have paid Being attention. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I
2: released, that was the first song I released in, I believe it was early June of 2021. So, just over a year ago and um essentially that was up until recently that was on spotify as a separate single but it was my old album art my old logo and same with uh crimson rain which is the last track on the ep those two i had released as singles but old artwork with an old logo that i'm no longer using so i just took those down when i released the ep Um, but I use the same ISRC code and basically so keeps those streaming numbers. But the reason why that that one though has so much more is because Pastor Rob on uh, YouTube there, he he did a reaction for me actually like right when uh, that came out, which definitely gave this project a huge boost to kick off from, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. literally coming from nowhere and then all of a sudden... Within a few days, like that video had, you know, almost 5,000 views and hasn't gotten any more since because nobody really cares. But, <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> just that's that where initial I found it. So, yeah. that's where I first heard it. So,
2: yeah. And it, it was, it was an amazing just experience to watch that because I'm always reacting to people's stuff. And so, mm. to finally have somebody, especially of that high caliber, doing something like that was so special. But, um yeah essentially that gave me a bit of a boost on Spotify and then at the same time a bunch of people um threw it in their playlists so there was like 10 10 different Christian metal playlists that had it initially. So that was why that one has 4,000 okay. some streams opposed to the 1,000. But
0: I mean, like normally I would understand. So I would have checked to make sure that it wasn't a single before, but since you had removed it, but then kept the code. Mm-hmm. So that way it kept its streams. That's what threw me off. And because yeah. I I was too dumb to just search it on YouTube and realize that <laughs> Pastor Rob reacted to it. You know, usual me, All I don't good. really know what else to say. So dumb.
1: yeah, 100% dumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, I I, I really like that song. I mean, I liked a lot of the songs off of the EP. Um what was your least favorite? And tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> least he's favorite you
1: on mind. the spot. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hold on, I'll I'll do it. I mean, he's asking, I'll do it. Just give me a second. Because I don't remember the name of it.
2: It's funny because like I get a lot of comments from uh from people in the Christian scene that know me and whatever. And like, it's 95, 99% of the time it's positive. And like, they're like, Oh, this is awesome. Like, congrats, man. But then there's the odd time more with my old projects and not so much with this one, but I'll put those, uh, some of those videos on, uh, like space on travel or whatever, one of those like advertising YouTube channels. And Mm -hmm. it's just nothing but hate comments. (laughs) Okay, so how how good is this actually? <laughs> but I guess I got some some weight off my shoulders when I got signed and I talked to the head of Raw Wild Records. He's like, ah, good music is good music. So <laughs> I'm like, there okay, you. cool. I guess
0: it's good. But <laughs> So I would have to say if, if we're counting Firewalker as the opening track, I appreciate it as an opening track. But as far as a song, it's the most different from the rest of the, that EP, which is the only thing to me that not that it's bad. It's just one of those, like, if I'm looking for a a track to guide me somewhere until it really gets into that intro, like to, you know, the last 30 seconds or so, uh, that track to me is more of a like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to get into the mindset of what's what's coming up next. So, okay. But I—it's not that I don't like any of the, you know, like any of the the songs. I like all the songs off the EP. But uh, if there was a song that I had to nitpick, that would be just that because of the the way the intro start starts to it.
2: Yeah, that's fair, and it's the only track that has any sort of clean vocals at all. <laughs> so it's See, like it's and that the first time that's you not hear a my voice to me is clean, though. and then
0: that's it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's not even a problem to me. I mean, maybe it, it throws it off a little bit, mm-hmm. but it still starts out light in general just musically vocally everything is a lot lighter yeah. it builds up in the last you know 30 to 40 seconds of the the track but uh, which leads into the rest of the album but
1: you know i'm oh, being God, critical because you asked
0: it. me to that's yeah, literally no. <laughs> I, I appreciate it, it. all sucked. good answer
1: i didn't like any <laughs> of it they were all my least favorite
2: <laughs> It's like the ultimate ultimate podcast role you're like hey come on the podcast we hate you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Wait, am I? Am I
2: the? You said this happens with other guests, right?
0: Oh yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but usually it's <laughs> sure. Usually it's me and the other guests. But right now he's really going for you. I mean, I'm used to the stupid comments, but usually he he just targets me. He must have something against you, you, Chris. I have no idea. You
1: give off a vibe as someone that needs to get beaten down a little bit. That's, that's just what I'm saying.
0: Okay. <laughs> He's already from Canada. You don't have to hurt him anymore. <laughs> Come on.
2: Yeah. I mean, we still have the, not to get into politics. Cause I really don't care about politics at all, but we still have like the equal to Trump leader. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you guys got Justin Trudeau over there. So I mean yeah. like we guys, for everybody listening to this, please be praying for Christopher. He needs it. <laughs> and the rest of the Canadian people. Absolutely. <laughs> but no, it's it's cool to see a band start up. I mean, and usually you're expecting a band to have, I don't know, uh maybe not a full album, but at least an EP or two released by the time that they're really talking to, to anybody but uh obviously like you said good music is good music and so Rottweiler uh, ended up signing you actually somewhat mm-hmm. recently it was in July right or I'm if we were probably in talks before Actually that.
2: no they only announced it uh actually it was like was it only August 2nd or something it was really was was. August they announced it but I Okay. I actually had to wait like almost 2 months. <laughs> Jeez. Like I signed the contract like 2 months ago and it was just like hey, when do you guys have an announcement date? Like, when can I talk about this? So I was Mm -hmm. trying to keep it hush-hush, but I told a few people.
0: As it goes.
2: Yeah. It it was interesting because initially how it all started was that I talked to Sean Browning, the old owner of Rottweiler, Mm -hmm. and I was talking to him, before the clock and veil even came out like i had the song done and i was waiting on the video to be finished and i had sent him the track and he was like oh yeah this is pretty cool like this would this would actually be good for haga which is like the was the secondary rottweiler label Mm -hmm. and um like at the time i was like I, i wasn't entirely sure if i wanted it to be on a label like just in today's climate, like, do I really need it? Or, you know, whatever, what perks really is there? Um, Especially for a very small band that's just starting out. So I wasn't too sure at the time, but that kind of was like a sort of offer on the table, but we just didn't really talk about it too much further. And then um, I was gearing up to release this EP or it had just released mythic panda took over rottweiler and um i was talking to them about something else and i just kind of brought this up as a hey like i'm not expecting anything but if you would like to take a look at my new tv like you know Mm. check it out and uh it just kind of quickly spiraled into like oh hey yeah let's let's talk and i i met with gyrus and he like we talked for like three hours just late one night and (laughs) literally only maybe 20 minutes of it was any sort of business talk the rest of it was us (laughs) just like having a good conversation and uh yeah it kind of just it took a little bit because they were busy they're they're like completely rebuilding the label from the ground up Yep, and uh talking with the old bands but then also like bringing on all these new bands as well so i was kind of he he let me know from the beginning he's like just so you know, if you don't hear from us, it's okay. Like we're just really busy. We got all these other people we're already Mm -hmm. talking to. So it was a long, long process, just very slow, but, um, it kind of allowed me the time to really start planning for the future. Like what's, what's next. I only have one song that's near complete for, for the debut release. That's going to be next year. But, um, just a lot of plans and ideas, lots of lyrics written already. So
0: that process is all underway, which is fun. Very nice. Yeah, it, it looks like. Oh, uh, uh, it looks like uh Gyrus and through Rottweiler and all that. It looks like they're really combing through the scene at the moment, just to see who who they can bring on.
1: And yeah. I, I don't blame them. There's a which lot is of really literally good like bands. everyone.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, there's a there's a lot of really good bands that uh, are not currently signed. I mean other than uh moth altar who signed to affiant and uh, mm-hmm. uh cultist who signed to face down some of the you know the rest of the bands are pretty much free game right now yeah
2: so. yeah and it's 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 pretty crazy to see who's getting signed and i'm just like sweet i'm like Those are my label mates. (laughs) It's just (laughs) kind of like I haven't gotten the time yet to really get involved because it was just recently announced. Yeah. Um, but like I'm really looking forward to kind of getting into that community, like with the other artists in the label, and yeah, just just seeing where it goes, building friendships, and you know, having listened to some of them for so long like some of the older bands on the label i have cds and i've been listening to some of these bands literally since 2010 2011 and Mm. i'm just like sweet never thought i would be here in any in any way whatsoever but it's really cool just to just to be there at all like just to have the community but
0: um So what does that look like moving forward for you? Because it's just it's just you for refiner right now. Is the Mm -hmm. idea to pull a band together, or are they are they wanting you just to release music as a solo artist through Rottweiler?
2: Yeah, so that was part of the discussion. And it's very it's open to if I do find members, like it can very much become that. But we went into it discussing and them knowing that it is at this point purely a studio project sure um like i i've lived in this town for (laughs) literally all my life except for one year and i have met other musicians that enjoy metal but uh at least christian brothers that would be on the same level like same mission wavelength of doing stuff there hasn't really been anybody that's serious about it it's such a small niche scene where i live that right now i don't think that's ever really going to happen but i i've thought about maybe talking to some people maybe doing um a bit of an online kind of way of creating music Mm. because i have done that in the past so my last project which is kind of just on hiatus we never really said anything about going away but i was in a another project called white robe nation. Um, what well, we can talk about the name later, but the, I was doing that with Andrew from fire from heaven. Uh, he was doing all the guitar work, all the bass playing, and I just kind of did all the drums midi and basically produced the songs like laid them out and then did all the vocals. So we've, we did that. And we literally made the, the three songs that we had released, as an ep um in 2020 or early 2021 i'm already forgetting but huh. that ep came out and we had never talked even like this like we had never talked face to face we literally only knew each other from our youtube channels but we just did the entire thing communicating over facebook messenger <laughs> we only text and we wrote three songs that i really like um production wise they're not my best i was i learned a lot on that which really led into refiner and then even just since releasing firewalker uh, like i'm already really excited for the new stuff coming up um just the way it'll actually sound it's it's gonna keep elevating and um probably will be paying somebody to professionally mix it for for the rottweiler release i think that's the The next major step and that's part of the help with the label as well but yeah as of as of right now just the solo studio project but um the door's always open for if i did find people around here to i would i would love to play live um but it's also something i've never actually really experienced um in a you know i've I've been up to a lot of little shows around here but um, to be on that side of the stage hasn't really ever happened except for like you know at church <laughs> Le- yeah. helping lead worship like that kind of stuff
1: well if you want a mediocre guitarist hunter was saying he'd love to move up to canada
2: <laughs> what about a mediocre backup
1: vocalist? <laughs> i don't know
2: sorry what was it slightly a- ab- above average, average?
1: How, i don't average? know how would you feel about <laughs> being a backup vocalist I already am. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I I really don't
0: mind being the the secondary guy in Blue Fire Horizon. It doesn't mean a whole lot to me because uh, the rest of my life is always well. Hunter, you make the de- make the decision. Hunter, you choose. Hunter- no, no, <laughs> no. I get to scream whatever Zachariah is screaming, just a lot higher. That's all I do.
2: So, I thought Zachary I was taking a shot at me and he was saying I <laughs> was. I, liked,
1: yeah. I 100% <laughs> was taking a shot at you, but if Hunter wants to take it as, he wants, as a shot at him, he wants feel free. To I'll just man. take a shot at both of you at once. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Two less fired. than
0: average metal vocalists with one stone. <laughs> Something like that. Pretty sure I that's feel like I definitely have three here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, there hey. we go. I'm average. You guys are slightly below average. Okay, uh, okay. let's let's get this straight.
0: <laughs> yeah, understand where you, you are, buddy. You're slightly less average than me.
1: I'm down Actually, here, and okay, you're no, way no, no, down on, here.
2: <laughs> you're down in the United States, and you're just average. So I live above. So technically, I'm above average. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's a dad joke. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: I'm prepping.
1: Uh, <laughs> I feel sick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> says the dad to me come on yeah so it's good that uh you guys have that kind of left open that uh they want to continue the project one way or another but that if you ever got the chance to put a band together that you'd be able to go and play shows i know ben dixon is already looking at that himself and i don't think he's signed anywhere Mm-mm. but uh he was like yeah if any uh do any of you know of any musicians that would want to play on a tour or whatever i'm just like uh i'm pretty sure anybody would make sure that a ben dixon tour started like are you kidding me sick. yeah yeah <laughs> so i mean it's just about finding the right group and i don't know what it's like but i know i talked to a a guy he's a friend of many metal musicians on facebook uh, scott hildebrandt i don't know if you're familiar with him um not too familiar the name we, that's kind of Ring a bell, but We just got to meet him at Chains Unchained, and he's actually he from Canada. Too? Yeah, he's yeah. from Canada, and he was, okay. how... <laughs> <laughs> he was talking to me about how... I know two
1: Canadians.
0: He was talking to me about how even trying to get, like, disciple into Canada is, like, nearly impossible because no venue wants to have a Christian artist. And, I mean, I know how bad it is in France because I have friends who are missionaries in France right now, mm. and that's just abysmal. But I don't know what it's like in Canada. Hopefully, it's nowhere near as bad as that.
2: Yeah, I mean, right now, the only tours that I've seen, especially even since you know, the last couple of years, is only, like, the big formerly Christian bands. Like, like you know, August Burns Red, Devil Wars Pro. Like,
0: he just only... called August Burns Red cr- previously Christian. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they may have... will get you canceled that. by yeah, a, yeah.
1: <laughs> those in the Christian metal yeah, scene I mean, that are Jake and... lacking knowledge, but
0: well i mean like jake and their drummer are the only two so yeah jake
2: and matt are and like i won't say they're not but but, like the band
0: the band is not yeah
2: and i like to and that's part of like the page that i do like i try to make those distinctions i don't if somebody doesn't want a label of that you know if they're kind of ashamed of the label like a lot of bands are i'm not gonna give it to you
0: <laughs> well i think well, it's you, fair to them to not but, hold that label because of yeah. it just being matt and jake who are i mean it would be unfair to the two who aren't exactly yeah so yeah it's not
2: it's not fair to the rest of the band who like i can't imagine what it would be like to be just like an atheist or, or any sort of set of beliefs and somebody's just like hey uh i heard you're a christian like yeah or like just always saying that where like somebody comes up to to me it's like oh that that person said you are a muslim i'm like what no yeah (laughs) like where does that come from right so well well,
0: you work with one so that means you are right and oh yeah okay well no yeah (laughs) yep i mean the same goes for fit for a king like ryan is and uh, uh daniel um he is as well but like mm. the drummer and tuck they're not right
1: kirby I
0: okay i wasn't gonna get into that <laughs> yeah. but you know he,
1: yeah. he
0: chose he chose to shoot himself in the foot and then while reloading the gun he shot himself in the other foot so that was his fault yeah. <laughs> you know
2: yeah yeah well i mean and see that's the thing too like that's something i'm learning more of recently too is like I feel like there's a lot of stubbornness in our scene as far as like that label goes regardless like people there's so many people that aren't discerning about it that they just want every single band to be christian because they're like oh mm-hmm. I can o- I only listen to christian music I really like this band are they a christian band like yeah, so I can to listen it to it and feel yeah. okay about listening to it
1: We and we just had this discussion with Jason Wisdom. Yeah, we did.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. His, he <laughs> was had like discussion with him too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He was like, "Why is it that like if a band is is it legitimately a Christian band, everyone finds whatever reason they can to like pick them apart?" and find all the flaws yeah. in their, their theology and all that stuff. But they try so hard to fit other bands who aren't Christian bands yeah. into the Christian box. So that once they're in that Christian box, they can pick them apart. Like all the other Christian <laughs> bands.
2: Yeah, exactly. And so I think that was like kind of ties into my point, like with when it comes to like Ryan or anybody in any band, really mm-hmm. where it's like, especially if they are a professing believer at any stage, point semi recently i will you know sometimes i'll give them the benefit of the doubt if they're they have like really whack theology about whatever it is right like if it's very like progressive christianity like i i don't want to jump to the conclusion and be like oh that person's like not a christian anymore or um you know it's just i know from a personal standpoint that there's times where I'm not the, you know, the best Christian, like I'm
1: mm-hmm.
2: not trying to be in, that's a dumb term anyways, but where I, you know, I feel distant from God because I'm not, you know, actively living it out in the moment and somebody could take that snapshot of my life, like this one month period where I wasn't really like living it out, mm-hmm. but then every other month of my life i am and somebody could take a snapshot of that and be like that person isn't a christian and like they're going to hell they're lost or whatever and so i i just try to, when, when i come across people that i'm like i think they're totally off the rails on whatever they believe it's like they like they could still be christian like i'm not saying that they're not and then you know some people jump to conclusions so fast about anything and it's hard even like people say like if somebody says the word god in a song <laughs> they'll jump to conclusion and think it's a christian band and yeah. i'm like mm. i have seen so many people share so many bands that i'm like dude like i looked up two other like i just looked them up two seconds on spotify and i'm like Every single song is labeled explicit. And I'm like, okay, interesting. And then I like check out the lyrics, and they're literally just like hate-filled lyrics and mm-hmm. like, you know, F-bombs left and right, which I'm not saying you can't be a Christian if you say an F-bomb by accident. That's not the point. But like
1: Yeah, but uh, it, it's that's an accident, not an yeah, artist choosing a, to write it into a song purposely yeah. pouring over lyrics and writing it.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's one thing. And especially if it's just constant and it's like Yeah, it's weird. And so people will see that they have a a, one song in there that says like, oh, my God, like in a actually kind of crying out to God (laughs) type way. And I'm like, no, that's not Christian. Why are you (laughs) like tagging that? Like, I can't imagine what those guys in that band think of Christians. (laughs) It's so It's so bizarre sometimes.
0: The animal behemoth was in the book of Job. That means the band behemoth is this Christian band, right?
1: I had someone Lamb of ask, God, right? Yeah, like, I had oh, someone Lamb ask you if uh, if I prevail was Christian. I'm like, I literally commented on their post, go listen to the song gasoline and you yeah. tell me the answer. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, that song drops like eight F bombs and it yeah. just uh, the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, go ahead, listen to that song and t- you tell yeah. me.
2: Yeah, and then, like, there was, I remember I was one of those very naive Christian teenagers, like, when I was just getting into music. And I had the conviction of just listening to Christian music. Partly also, my parents liked that. Mm. <laughs> I remember whenever I did find, like, a secular band, like, I remember when I started listening to Hands Like Houses back
0: in, like, 2013. Hey, oh, that's a good band, though. Come yeah, on. Yeah,
2: and I, I got their album Unimagined. And I ordered, like, the t-shirt and the CD package. Like, I just discovered them. I'm like, oh, this band is amazing. And I remember, like, my mom, who, at, like, that time, I'm an adult at that point. <laughs> and my mom was just like, like, oh, are you sure? Like, not going to try I'm like, mom, I've done my research. I'm like, their lyrics are clean. There's, there's nothing, like, anti-Christian really yeah. in it. Like, it's just kind of neutral. And... You know, and I think over the years, my music taste has matured, but I'm still, I'm still discerning in a way of like, is what I'm listening to, is it going to affect me? Is it good that I'm listening to blank? Um, but also like learning to appreciate music by non-Christians. And yeah, like, there's so much out there that you can, you know, gain from like God created us as creative beings and. I think to limit purely everything that you intake from a Christian perspective, knowing how flawed Christians can be, (laughs) I think like sometimes you can be in a, (laughs) you could be almost doing yourself more harm. I think like if it's, you know, but if you have that conviction to only listen to Christian music, like still be discerning about it because I've, there's even recent artists in this scene that, masquerade as christian artists that aren't Mm -hmm. and there are many christians who share them as christian bands because they believe that and like it's quite easy to see that they're just saying that just for the the christian clout as they might say
0: well and i think it's an important distinction there's there are a few differences first is the difference between uh, di- being discerning to decide whether someone is, you know, like if someone claims to be a Christian and that they're in a Christian band and all that, but they're not really, and they're not holding up to Christian values, then we get to call them out because they claim to be a brother of ours and our yeah. sister. And so that's a very different thing compared to just deciding if we're going to listen to this music, because there are then people who, like you said, have the conviction of, well, I should only be listening to Christian music. As long as they're not holding that on other people, that's fine you can have that conviction. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not going to lie. There have been times in my life where I've said, you know what, the next month is going to be Christian only music because I was just in so many other things. And my life was not going great at the time that I needed that to be the thing mm-hmm. that just was constantly in the background for me. I couldn't afford to not have that be what was going on, but that's, that doesn't mean that now I'm not listening to other artists because if i were to sit there and just listen i mean we have a lot of phenomenal christian artists now especially in the uh, the independent scene and the people who are starting to get signed we have a lot of phenomenal people that have not truly been heard yet by the the majority which Hunter, is haven't haven't you heard
2: christian metalist
0: head oh oh it's okay well here end the podcast we're good i'm okay with that <laughs> A lot of people I see say that. I'm like, come on, Jeez. guys. No, just they just they're looking research. at the they're looking at the big guys. That's the problem. They're not looking yeah. at all the rest of us who are maybe you know under 10,000 people following us or whatever. But that that's not even the important part. Um, there's a lot of talent, but that doesn't mean that there isn't talent to be listened to, to be gained f- from, and the uh, inspired by in the secular realm. Like, a huge influence of mine, that a band that I love listening to that always makes me want to write new music is Periphery. But mm-hmm. as far as content, I mean, they, were, they weren't blatantly anti-Christian up until, like, Alpha and Omega. And then they had Hail Stan, and I'm like, okay, now we're getting too far. <laughs> yeah. Now we've crossed a line. <laughs> now I can't, I mean, like, it's not that I don't listen to it, but it's less interesting to me now. But yeah, and their I, older stuff band, I'll listen to and constantly just be like, oh, I gotta get back to writing.
2: Yeah, and when bands do that, I find, to me personally, even if even if a band drops an f bomb in any fashion or or really any cursing at all, yeah. is like almost makes their music instantly less interesting and enjoyable. Like I can't, I usually just can't sit there and enjoy it. <laughs> like we're looking well, at
0: upod. <laughs>
1: But that's the thing. They have
2: at least they have like 150 other tracks that are (laughs) not but yeah
1: yeah. that are all meh. (laughs) I mean, okay.
0: Yeah, I I wasn't a huge fan of of pod, but the thing is, I'm not going to be the one that says that they suck necessarily either. But yeah, I ever since I found boys, you don't like the new metal, like the I like new metal, I just don't like POD.
1: I think part of it, too, is is
0: such a great album.
1: (laughs) I think part of it, too, was. uh, When I first heard them, it was at upon recommendations from other people back in high school when I was listening to like hard rock stuff like Skillet Mm -hmm. and Red and bands like that. Random people would recommend P.O.D. And I'd listen to it and be like, this isn't what I'm looking for at all, guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, so I think it didn't help that. I saw them in my mind as something negative already because people would recommend them based off of bands that I liked that weren't similar to them at all.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, Are, you like Refiner? Here's Striper? Uh,
0: <laughs> 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 oh, but come on. Striper is one of my main influences. guys. Oh, just... no, All right. Second time, we're going to have to end the interview.
1: <laughs> you just hate... My headphones. In my disgust, I accidentally pulled you... out my headphones. Did he dare to just say that he likes Striper? I no, he said it's like an influence. <laughs> oh no.
2: <laughs> they're not they're not one of my favorites. I just happened to kind of sort of grow up with them when I started getting into metal. So I have a soft spot for them, but they're definitely not far. They're far from my favorite.
0: I mean that's that's like me with Van Halen. I grew up listening you to 19, 1984, oh, but I just can't devil. like I just See, I can't.
1: He says that he has a soft spot for them. But the fact of the matter is just about any Christian metalhead over the age of fifty has a hard on for them so. Oh. <laughs> so
0: when
2: i when I reacted to um i think it was their 2020 album I think it was came out in 2020 like shortly into lockdown yeah when I started doing reactions i I did like three songs from that album as they came out, and they got way more views from like than any of my other videos and according to the YouTube analytics, they were all like 50 plus <laughs> white men. Mm-hmm. Like that was just, It was kind of hilarious. And so every time I do it, do a reaction to them, I kind of just make that iteration in the video. I'm just like, hey guys, if you're checking this out, subscribe to this yeah. channel and check out some of this other music on the yeah. channel <laughs> just, just to bring them in. <laughs> Even the devil no, believe
1: i was made the album. Th- yeah. I've made the mistake a handful of times, maybe a half dozen times of saying things that are somewhat negative mm-hmm. about Striper in Christian metal groups.
2: And now Michael Sweet will never come on this
0: podcast.
1: I'm OK with that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he wasn't welcome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, yeah, I've even said things that like aren't super negative or anything and gotten just torched for it to the point where I was like, okay, I'm taking a break from Facebook because you guys suck.
2: (laughs) Is it just kind of like striper is mad. And then everybody's just like,
1: not even that aggressive. Like I said something once, I don't even remember what it was, but like, depending on how you read it, it's not even, wasn't even necessarily a negative thing, you know?
2: People read but, tone wrong like at least 80% of the time on you know, came
1: text. <laughs> at me for it. And there was one, there was one relatively recently that um Michael Sweet had posted, you know, like 50 different random trivia facts about his life. And one of them was I'm a Christian through and through. And then one was I very rarely go to church. And I was like, <laughs> okay, those two don't mesh too great. And that was yeah. like all I said. Yep. And oh my God, I got destroyed for that. I'm like, I'm just calling it like I see it, guys, because the Bible clearly says that, you know, we should not give up meaning together and, you know, all that kind of thing. But, you know, it's fine. He came in later and explained, you know, well, a lot of it is because I'm on tour and stuff all the time. And like, that's great okay I understand that's fine as long as you're being spiritually fed but like come on all 120 of you that came at me for that like yeah yeah
0: <laughs> I have something equally as uh as rough maybe not striper level but uh so what happened was in one of my uh friends podcasts actually Zachary I think you're friends with him too uh Cody Fields he has the Westminster effects doxology podcast so if you ever I've, I know I've mentioned it before and he's been on our show before go check him out but uh he did a podcast with Seth Morrison from Skillet because he he does po- uh, guitar pedals and he created a a pedal specifically for Seth Morrison called the twenty seven sixteen, and uh, so Seth Morrison jumped on his podcast to talk about this pedal. And Seth Morrison says, and I had it quoted and exactly time stamped where he says, "You know, being in a hard rock band, and I'm like every Skillet fan, sit down right now." <laughs> They're not right metal. now. <laughs> I mean,
1: the yeah, gu- the own, their most own guitar player
0: metal band ever. Yeah. Their own guitar player admitted it. So I'm. Hey, I will no I mean, longer listen to opinions about Skillet being metal.
1: In their own Spotify bio, which is written by the artist yes. or you know whoever runs the yep. page, it says American rock band.
2: Hey. I think. I think it's just. It comes down to the boomers older than us that. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how to I like distinctly change between like j- like genres at all. Uh, I
0: don't skill know. it no, I don't listen to heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. No, I, <laughs>
1: there was one time I asked the question in the Christian metal group that we are in. I said, and this is basically how I worded it: very matter of fact, not trying to like beat anybody down or anything. I said, music evolves and changes over time. There are some bands that we called metal back in the seventies and eighties that by today's standards, I don't know if they should be called metal. They're almost like light rock. If you look at bands like Skillet, they are a hard rock band. That is what all their bios say. That is what they are. Yet, a lot of their music is heavier than what you would see from bands like Bride or Striper. I specifically used Striper in that instance. So why do we call Striper metal, but Skillet is rock when there are instances Plenty of them where Skillet is heavier than Striper. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of the boomers of genre, had a field day.
2: <laughs> the If you've seen Skillet live yeah. in recent years, even during, like, I, I went to Creation Fest in 2017, and I, I, I was camped on the fairgrounds, like near the stage, like the main stage, like it was really close. And I remember them doing their soundtrack or sound check in the middle of the day. And they're just testing their guitar tones and they were doing like a breakdown <laughs> kind mm-hmm. of like tone. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, that skillet. Like, and I listen to skillet regularly at the time. And I was like, man, live, like they actually kind of do sound pretty metal at times. Like not, not all the time, but when you listen to their album, yeah, it's just, it's hard rock. Like, it, and then it's funny. there, There's the people that will change, like, all of a sudden hard rock in recent years has just become butt rock like that's (laughs) it's it's either butt rock or metal like and i don't know why that had to change like hard rock is barely a term that's ever used anymore and i think that was it was actually a pretty good definer between rock and metal and like yeah there was hard rock like it was like a in between and now it's just called
0: Butt Rock. I'm like, why?
1: <laughs> dad, rock. Dad Rock.
0: Yeah, Dad Rock. Ah. Dad rock. rock. Yeah, yeah. So, so speaking of uh, distinctions and bands and stuff, bad segue time. What was the origin of Refiner? Like, what got you started in in making that style of music?
2: Well, it would have started way back, the very beginning of time. No, um. <laughs>
1: Two thousand seven was I, the beginning <laughs> close, of Close <time>. ninety-four,
2: <laughs> actually. <laughs> but uh it was about two thousand seven, and I kind of got introduced to Reliant K, which quickly turned into Scalet and Red and Thousand Foot Crutch and all them. Are and you and Zachariah
0: the same person? <laughs> What's going <laughs> on? It the same order
2: of introduction. And then uh through my youth group days, which was 2008 to 2010 uh one of my friends he kept trying to show me haste the day and he he wasn't a huge metalhead but he was super hardcore into haste the day. and so i remember him bringing up like we're at youth group hanging out he'd bring up blue 42 and just uh like i liked the the breakdown moments like the riffs in there but i hated the screaming and i could not stand it for the life of me and you know weeks go by like he keeps doing it every week he keeps showing me a different song from them or whatever and eventually I cave and I go you know months later on YouTube on my own I looked up and I found the the music video for when everything falls and I still was like I don't know I don't I don't think I'm ready for this stop listening to it another you know couple months go by and it's 2010 and my brother had gotten a game, the guitar hero freeware ripoff called uh frets on fire on your computer. Mm. And yeah. uh, we were just looking through like songs that you can download. And I remember hearing something about August burns red being like a Christian band or whatever. Right. And so they had truth of a liar downloaded that played it. And I enjoyed playing it so much that it, it kind of sparked me into going to listen to more of this stuff on YouTube you know, later that year, sometime in 2010, I became like a huge metalhead. I almost stopped listening to rock, cold turkey, and just started listening to metalcore. And that eventually grew into, uh, I guess it would have been about 2013 or so, and I, I decided to start making music very, rather poorly. But it was my old project. You can still go and find some of the stuff online. It's called Beyond Vision. And I had an album that I actually released back in 2015 called War Cry and that was kind of the beginning of it it was a weird mesh of metalcore hard rock electronic like EBM music and mm. some weird like ambient stuff in between it was like a 14 track album
1: sounds terrible
2: yeah it was, I mean <laughs> I there's, there's a couple songs I look back on I'm like the idea was there the execution not so much but
1: I you still really do in- them
2: Yeah, I I still really enjoy, like, looking back at it. Yeah, it's pretty cool that I was able to actually make, like, a physical CD. I took the $600 that my grandma had put away for... She had put away, like, $2,000 for me to go to college. (laughs) (laughs) And I never did. I was already working. And um, at that point, you know, I just asked her, and she wanted to support me. She actually encouraged that I did this, like, Christian metal stuff. And so took like 600 some dollars and got a hundred physical copies printed and did all that. And uh, eventually turned into years later, working with Andrew from fire from heaven, doing white rope nation for a few songs. And then uh, I got some software. And then this is the weird kicker for refiner. Like when refiner began, uh, my wife let me buy some VST plugins (laughs) (laughs) to really take my music to the next level. And uh, I got a, like, I've played guitar in church a little bit, like some electric guitar, mainly bass in recent years. And I've never been really good at I've tried to sit down. I've tried to do courses. I've tried and I've tried. And I'm just like, I can't stick with it long enough to like really get good at it. In, in that sense, I'm just like, I've, I know I probably in reality could learn. I just, a time is hard to find. And then also, a, a, the older you get, it seems like the harder it is to learn something new. And so I've always messed around with FL Studio ever since that first album that I did back in 2013. And getting this new software, I got a VST like guitar plugin and a bass and, you know, updated drums and all that. So here's the thing that not many people know and I hope that it all of a sudden doesn't uh you know invalidate everything that they've ever heard and liked from Refiner but the instrumental track on everything that you've heard from Refiner is 100% fake. <laughs> it's all MIDI. It's all mm. uh done digitally and I think with writing for refiner it i tried to push my abilities a little bit to like do it as legit as i possibly could like to make it sound real and like there's been a lot of musicians that i like reached out to i'm like hey what do you think of this and they're like oh yeah like that guitar part was really cool like you know this sounds good blah blah blah, blah. and i'm like not many of them really were able to pick it out and so Uh, I even going into the discussion with uh, Jairus at Rottweiler records, I was like, Hey, just so you know, (laughs) like, just so you know, (laughs) this is how I make this music. And that was where the quote where he's like, he's like, well, he's like the way I see it. He's like, good music is good music. Like if you enjoy it, like I'm emulating the sounds of, that you would hear from a guitar. It's all recorded Mm -hmm. guitar, like in a way Um, it was recorded with real guitars at some point. I just wasn't playing it. Um, But learning to learning to lay it out in a way to utilize the software, to do all the different articulations and effects that you can do and write it in a way that sounds realistic is hard, (laughs) especially for me, not like I know a little bit of music theory, but not much. Um, And I've had that little bit of experience of actually playing guitar and bass that I took a lot of that into this and just years and years and years of listening to this music that, you know, being able to take my influences from all these bands that I love and creating something new, but at the same time, you know, I'm totally aware that it's, it's nothing, you know, uh, super progressive. That's like changing stuff. I'm not doing something new. I'm. It's kind of like a love letter to a lot of the bands that I've enjoyed over the years, and um, being able to write the lyrics and to perform all the vocals. The vocals are not MIDI. <laughs> Those are actually me. <laughs> <laughs> Even oh thank goodness! Can, I was scared. You for can do MIDI vocals now. That is a thing. <laughs> but um, you know, just using the music backdrop as a tool to write those songs to do the vocals the lyrics have always been one of the more important things for me whenever listening to any kind of music Christian or not I'm like the words that are being said have always been the thing that I really take out of music regardless so the way that I do refiner is kind of just it's it's a tool to be able to be able to express this stuff out of me right to Mm -hmm. to use the words that god has given me to say or to you know share and that's kind (laughs) of kind of where we're at now i don't know if
0: I, th- I think the important takeaway here is that uh, Chris is a fake. No, that's yeah. not what
1: it is. Uh, no, the no, important, yeah, the important takeaway <laughs> is that, Hunter, you are unnecessary. Get out.
0: Yeah. Let's <laughs> say, you could be doing what I'm doing with a computer. I don't even know why I'm here.
2: Well, it was the drummers that were first, right? Like, that was always the joke. Was that,
0: <laughs> well, like, see, that's the thing. We, we program well, our drums, but uh,
1: yeah, only re- because
0: of a lack of equipment to record rock, because he can, if we were able, he could record his own parts.
1: Rock yeah. records the drums. We have drum mics and stuff, but not all the best equipment to actually make them sound good.
0: Exactly. So yeah. Rock
1: records his drum parts. We take the wave file from it and then line up the MIDI drums with that. So yep. what you yeah. hear on the new album—that's what Rock plays. It's just that like we—it's programmed. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah no, I, The important takeaway is, like you said, this is all a culmination of uh, all these bands that you listen to over the years. And just like most of us, you got gaslighted by solid state. It's how we all start, but (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but it's what it is. And now it's face down. Yeah. Now it's face down.
2: Yeah. Face down is my true love in music.
0: (laughs) So, but it's, it's uh, where a lot of us started, but you're, you're writing in a way that is uh, maybe not entirely an ode to those bands, but it's, you're at least nodding towards every single band that you've listened to that have really influenced you over the years which a lot of musicians do naturally just because that's how yeah. how that works but uh for you it's different because you're not like whereas I grew up learning you know certain guitar parts and all that and I play those guitar parts and that's what really influenced my playing you're doing it from a purely not emotional standpoint but uh limited knowledge compared to somebody else who might play an instrument you know mm-hmm. to its full capacity or whatever you want to say uh none of us play it to for full yeah because i
2: mean but like i play bass in church and you you know how yeah <laughs> you're looking at the bare minimum here <laughs>
0: what that looks like so cool i hit the chord change this time thank goodness
1: yeah. <laughs> watch i could play everything on the bottom string <laughs>
0: <laughs> i use i use the second string too <laughs> oh man this dude's a maniac
1: I don't know if you belong in a worship team, man. That's yeah, it's a little progressive there.
0: Yeah, uh, no, but it's it's cool to see that either way that you push through in a, a way to create this project of a refiner and <clears throat> to be able to bring that out in your music in the way that you have. So, thank you. So, yeah,
2: it's it was one of those things where I'm You know, I'm always just gonna be completely open and honest about it, but it is one of those things I try to avoid talking about because I've I've seen the savagery probably coming from (laughs) 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 Zachariah, of just people like you know hating on that. It's like, oh, this isn't real music, it's computer music, it's not real, like blah 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 blah. And like I agree in one sense but in another sense what is music
1: i don't enjoy, consider myself yeah
2: yeah like i don't consider myself a musician like i i you know can kind of play bass i can kind of play like guitar but not to the point where i would be like oh yeah like i'm a musician i can play music like i like to write music and create music by different means kind of right so and in between all that i forgot to even mention i had like a tiny phase of writing like more electronic kind of ambient rock type music like so that was my main thing producing wise in fl studio i'm not even a great producer either but um that was the thing that i've always spent the most time with music-wise, was learning, like, uh, Fruity Loops. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, everything I write is through Mm -hmm. Fruity Loops. So it's um, Mm. taking those skills that I learned over a long period of time and long breaks in between of ever using them uh, to be able to, to do this and then look back on it and be like, as a fan of this type of music, now I can write some of the stuff that I've always wanted to hear in a way, like I enjoy listening to it like every once in a while. Cause I'm just like, Hey, like I wrote this, I, I enjoy it, Like, because I put all this influence in there of stuff that I really enjoy. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: now I can, you know, look back on it and be like, yeah, there's something that I brought into this world in some capacity and it's here. And, you know, I'm happy that I made it and proud that I made it. But I also want to keep improving, obviously, like to be able to do everything that I can to the best of my abilities. And so um, especially now that I'm signed to a record label, which is insane, <laughs> um, really taking the time with this next release to make it a step up, like to really write it in a way that's, professional sounding as much as it possibly could be. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to, to keep working on it. It's,
1: it's calling to me. Well, we're excited to hear what you come up with because it can't possibly be any worse than the stuff you've already released.
2: (laughs) Oh, it could be, (laughs) (laughs) but thank you. Uh,
1: So just, just know that if you see me yawning over here, it's not because I've been up all day and had a it's long day, and it's boring. late. It's just because you're boring me yeah. to tears. <laughs> just
2: you would, the way you started that sentence, I was thinking it was going the opposite of what you <laughs> just said, but yep. <laughs> then I know I, I clued yeah. in pretty quickly. Come on,
1: come on, man! You've <laughs> you've been speaking with us for over an hour now. I'd like to think that you know me well enough already to know that I am not yep. going to compliment you. Yeah. I mean. yeah.
0: This is exact exactly who Zechariah is. So if you haven't guessed what he's gonna do next, it's gonna be a repeat in some form or fashion of what he's already done. So you already know him. Zechariah is the meanest Christian I've ever met. That was kind of you to call him a Actually, Christian. <laughs> Actually, that isn't true.
2: But I'll leave it at that. I won't. Yes. I won't name names. <laughs>
0: I have a few I could name just off the top of my head, but I'm also gonna skip that because I'd rather talk about the song that we're talking about today, Undertow, which yes, uh features a very cool guest and one of my favorite guys in the scene at the moment, and that is Ed from A Secret Ending.
2: Yes. So, Ed Shout I don't know how it Ed.
0: keeps happening, but like every time I mm, I go to talk to somebody, like, oh yeah, talk to Ed. I'm like,
1: what <laughs> What doesn't Ed do now? He lives, like, across the world. Yet He's the most involved person out there.
2: And he's, like, a genius. He's a literal genius. His, a, his artistic abilities, his music abilities, his actual, like, musicianship, like, being able to do all the stuff. Yep. And then, like, his video production is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... He literally has all the chops to do everything that you need to do in this. <laughs> It yep. makes me
1: mad because I have literally none of the chops to get anything done. <laughs>
0: in this. See, and I wouldn't be so upset, but the problem is I reached out to Ed and I'm like, Hey, Ed, you're like one of the best guys in the scene right now. I got to get you on the podcast. And he's like, well, we'll talk about other things, but I don't really want to be on the podcast. I'm like, I've, everybody is dying to hear you. Like, I have
2: tried. Oh my goodness. Talking to him. Like, I feel like I was probably not to toot my own horn and i was kind of like the secret ending um oh what's it called when you're like the first person to like something why am i blanking on this word
1: sounds like you're about to say something a gatekeeper would say so i mean we'll just stick with that
2: (laughs) (laughs) um anyways i was like kind of one of the first people to really acknowledge him I was working with Christian Metal Source at the time and I was like yes a new band that nobody knows about I'm like I'm Mm going to talk about them I just instantly loved his work and actually can't take the credit away Peter from Christian Metal Source found them where they talked at some point and then it was when he had put the music videos up on the channel that was when I discovered them. but um...
1: trying to gatekeep and you can't even do that
2: (laughs) I'm more like opening the gates for people like be like hey leave me alone don't attack (laughs) me um but yeah from from the get-go I just I really loved his style and what he was doing and so like I've had many conversations with him and that led to him being a part of my project and helping in so many ways but I've had that conversation with him about trying to get him onto like the kingdom core podcast and I'm like maybe it will happen one day but he he definitely is a very private guy and I I think his heart is in the right place where he doesn't want mm-hmm. any sort of like recognition of like hey he's like you know trying to lay low and yeah. you know just put out this amazing art but not really you know have,
0: have you heard of uh it. the god project
2: oh like
0: uh uh the yeah, profile like just
2: God and then he's... Yeah. Doing yes. Inter- yes yes so he
0: he's on like his sixth album or whatever of of what he's working on it's kind of the instrumental gent kind of stuff yeah and he uses like four different basses and different tunings and all that <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah. what the heck okay but like he's another one that comes to mind like i actually know ed's name as far as the guy behind the god yeah. project i have no idea who that is but it would be so cool to get him on too but you know what i mean so it's i i appreciate yeah. the way that these guys handle that and how he um how humble they stay even in yeah. the It's like, obviously Ed is well acclaimed in the, in the scene. And as far as instrumental music goes, the guy that does the God project is a very good musician. But the thing is what he does is he just records. And then that's the song. Like he doesn't sit there and really write the song. He records yeah. parts. And if that's the part he keeps it, he doesn't remember it.
2: Yeah. So, you no, know, anyway. if I could play music, that would be how, <laughs> 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 but no, um, yeah it's very much like that and i actually wanted to when i started refiner i was actually thinking about doing it that way if you look at my very early instagram post for refiner it was all just like kind of the cryptic artwork that i had done for the clock and veil like the first release but Mm -hmm. i wasn't planning on ever showing my face on that account and i i wasn't planning on too much actually like talking about it at all just kind of like releasing the videos on my channel but it became very much a thing where I'm like I don't know maybe it was a selfish part of it <laughs> I was just like hey guys this is this is me but I'm like I, I feel like I couldn't get people to listen to it on my channel very much unless I was like hey guys like I could advertise myself in every video be like go check mm. out the new music that dropped, right? Like I have a platform um, in that sense that I'm like, I kind of have to utilize it in some way. I feel like it might be a disservice to like the music, but at the same time, like, I don't know, like it's weird. I think there is always that human part of us that like, we want the recognition in some aspect, but I'm also trying to remain humble about it. And so that, going into the whole Rottweiler deal, like I wasn't, I really wasn't expecting anything. I was like, "Just want you to check it out, dude." <laughs> like, yeah, you know, that's that's all I want. But
0: I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to grow an audience. I just think,
2: yeah, mm-hmm.
0: just like it says in uh, in James, where it talks about teachers being judged more harshly. We need to be careful about not only the approach that we take, but the fact that if we are going to grow our audience, that we are mindful of how we're doing it and the way that we come across to all those who are following us because they don't necessarily follow us in the sense of, you know, when Paul was talking about, I don't follow Paul or Apollos, but they do see us and in the Christian realm, that always means that we're representing the faith. So we just got to be extra careful with how, how that plays out. Not that it's wrong and it's not bad to want to grow, you know, your fan base, to be able to grow the numbers on your streams or your, your platforms or whatever, that's fine. I don't think that that's bad, but there are definitely people who use it for bad things.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. And I, I forget what passage it is specifically, but um, one that's always kind of hit home with me. And I try to remember in, in a lot of the stuff that I do and when I'm posting things or, you know, however I'm doing any of the stuff that I do uh, was about like, you know, living a quiet life and like not kind of, trying to you know make a huge thing like i don't the whole everybody i've ever known in my life that has openly just expressed that they wanted they wanted a big platform or they wanted fame for the lord like to be able to go do (laughs) stuff they they just sit there and or they they like they grind for so long doing all this stuff and then they're just like, I need more, I need more, I need more. And then sometimes it, nothing ever actually comes of it. And then they just give up all all altogether. But, um, you know, I think I came into a time with, for the rock where, I mean, in many ways, I was kind of taking a lot of inspiration from kingdom core (laughs) before I even knew Sean at all. But, um, you know, I used to post videos and share stuff like way back in like 2010 and, um, nobody ever knew me. I was just kind of like a kid that posted random things on the internet and never really showed my face, but, uh, coming back into it, I feel like I'm at a time where the Christian metal scene isn't what it used to be at all. Like popularity wise, yep. that now it's, it's easier to focus more on a, the message, but like the community aspect of it, um, building community and, just being a part of it opposed to like trying to make it big time. Like, cause if you, realistically now any new bands coming out, if you're starting as a Christian band, like you're probably not going to like get big, like, you know, something like as big as August Burns red, like that time has kind of mm-hmm. come and gone as far as that, but like, we can still, uh, stewards, any sort of platform or skills or whatever that God has given us to, you know, live for the kingdom and to, to spread his message. And, you know, that's the main thing behind refiner. And hopefully the thing is just a encouraging um, brothers and sisters in Christ. And then also the, you know, I don't think it's like Super super likely that there's going to be like that many non-believers listening to Refiner, but for those that do come across it, um, being able to share that message in a way that you know is interesting to them, something that clicks with them, and just praying that God uses that music in some way. But mm-hmm. it's kind of um, there's there's a lot of Christian bands that are specifically for encouraging the church. And then there's a lot of Christian artists that are basically just trying to encourage the world or like, you know, reach the world. Yep. And so Refiner's a bit of both. And I don't really know how we got to this point in this conversation. I feel that's like it. fine. But uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of like the main thing I try and keep in mind with refiner. Like anything I do is try and take any sort of selfish ambition out of there. Um, but we're human and it's hard sometimes.
0: And it's the human struggle think. trying to, trying to mix that with, I don't know, it, there are some things that don't mix well. And, uh, you see when it does work well, like, you know, Christian musicians who, who get big, but at the same time remain humble. You can tell that about them because it's very different from the ones who, who get that ego <laughs> about them yeah. when they grow. But, uh, yeah, I'd. I don't sense that from you, but uh, you've got years to grow. So you could very much become like Zachariah yet. So
1: <laughs> I wanted to ask don't you worry. about. I'm a very amazing person to emulate. So if you want to, you know, yeah. act you know, like anyone, I'm about the best role model you could get. He really had to helpful. use all of his, yeah, I am, all of his I humility to do that. I am the perfect source of humility.
2: <laughs> you suck at being a role model, Zachariah. Yeah. No, sorry. I'm just trying to emulate <laughs>
1: I love it. You're doing so good already. It's like a little mini me. Yeah. God help
2: me. I'm sorry. I Baby repent.
1: bird is already flying. Okay. I do want to clarify to anyone that's listening that may have never heard the podcast before. He's not actually. If it seems, if it seems like I'm just being a dick this whole time and just making fun of people, he is. I don't want you to get the wrong idea. I absolutely am a dick in person <laughs> and to everyone I ever meet. I don't want you to think that I'm being sarcastic over here. I want to make sure that everyone's on the same page, okay? Okay. I hate both of these men.
2: <laughs> the little <laughs> bit that I've listened to this podcast, I don't remember Sakurai ever being so savage. Like, has it Hunter, has this been like an ongoing thing? Has he just kind
0: of been going like Shh. yeah? No, you know what? It's usually when he's this tired, which is the biggest thing. Like So
2: next time, if I ever do come. And talk to you guys again. We have to do it like in the morning.
0: Well, morning saying. your time because morning your time is like lunchtime like our time. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but not after nine thirty. You just call, Dude, me, at the time. <laughs> you call me at the time, man.
1: You come me. Hey, I get up at 4 30 on most days for work. Yeah, so nine thirty is to, past my bedtime.
2: I have to get up to drive my wife to work that early, <laughs> and then I come home for like an hour, Ooh. and then go to work too. <laughs> but it's no. like
0: no, that uh, is not yeah, an existence. That my body would be okay with.
2: It's, it's hard sometimes. I'm really tired and it's only seven 30. I'm like, I could go sleep right now, but.
0: I wanted to ask you about the, the lyrics for undertow. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, we started talking about that's undertow right. and
2: then we went on a half yeah, an hour long. T- anything that you want to highlight,
0: honestly, or if, if you wanted to go line by line, that's fine. But yeah, whatever is pertinent to what you want to bring out about the song.
1: Before he does though, I want to point out that before this podcast started, He's like, guys, I'm gonna need you to like lead me with some questions and stuff because I'm not very good at talking. And then he continues to just go on 15, 20 minute like monologues <laughs> where he's just talking and talking.
2: I don't want to do that though.
1: <sighs> okay, talk about the lyrics of this song now for the next 20 minutes.
2: Well, okay, how about how about you, Zachary? You what what lyric is your favorite lyric?
1: You th- really think I listened to the song? How no, cute. absolutely not. <laughs> I listened to it when the EP released because I listened to okay. all new music when it first comes out. I I Hunter sent me the song today I and have time I was like, that. that's like I have a forty-five minute drive to work every morning, so
2: Well that can't possibly be all new music that comes out.
1: Okay, not all new music that comes out. <laughs> only the know. good stuff. <sighs> yeah which is why oh, i haven't which... gone back to listen to this oh there, <laughs> oh, there it is yeah. i was waiting for that yep.
2: <laughs> ouch <laughs> hey we can't be insulting I'm almost, Ed,
1: though i'm almost to the point that i feel bad like almost, <laughs> almost. Yeah. i don't well, feel bad yet I maybe don't feel by bad yet. by the end of
2: this podcast i will have you begging for forgiveness
1: I, I don't even do that at all for anyone. So like, there's nothing special about you that would make me beg for.
2: Okay. I have to shut up. I can't talk for the rest of this podcast because anything I say, you can use against me.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what's going on with me tonight. Like I'm always a troll and I'm always like this, but not to this extreme. It's great. I, it's like all the great ziggers are just coming to me today
2: i mean you think they're great
1: i don't know i'm having a good time
0: i'm nobody speechless. listening to this podcast yeah yeah <laughs> well, that's the you, thing is, nobody it listens far. to it.
1: nobody listens to this podcast and has a good time to begin with hunters on here let's be real guys
0: yep maybe that's oh. why they only listen to the first like 20 seconds because that's just our intro and then i talk <laughs> after that <laughs>
1: Okay, so, uh, Chris, why don't you talk about the lyrics of this <laughs> song?
2: Well, um, what do you guys want to know about it?
1: I could talk about it, but... Whatever you would like to share. If you want to say, yeah, the song was cool and ended there, whatever. If you want to spend 30 <laughs> minutes talking about it, go definitely ahead. definitely
2: won't be 30 minutes, but...
1: Thank God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Savage, oh man! I can't even imagine what it would be like to play Call of Duty with you. <laughs> I feel like he would be one
1: of those okay. people online that are just like, "Get wrecked kid."
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
1: except he, except he plays with his wife and he does the same thing.
0: <laughs> I do. Yeah, he's like, "No, no, no! Give me your controller. I'll shoot them for you."
2: <laughs> that seems like the type of guy who plays on PlayStation.
0: Nope, Xbox. Nope. Oh, I'm, I'm the PlayStation finally. guy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Okay. Well, I was gonna say maybe we should add each other, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If I could take
1: it. you know. One, I don't play very often. And two, yeah. you would get as far away from me as you can. That's my <laughs> suggestion.
2: Like you're, you're one of, also one of the COD players that would you play hardcore mode, and you would just instantly as you spawn in, you would just turn all your teammates and spray them down, and then get kicked out of the lobby <laughs> yep. just for the laws. Um, okay under tip (laughs) um this song was great (laughs)
1: cool that's the end folks
2: (laughs) that's the end goodbye good night we'll let Zachariah go to sleep before he dies
0: of uh whatever he's got going on yeah
1: Um, i gotta practice not sleeping because i got a kid on the way so like Mm, or you take this friends.
2: moment to have all the sleep you possibly can get that on the night before your child is born, you're ready to never sleep again for the rest of your life.
1: <laughs> oh man. I just realized if this is what I'm like on a lack of sleep, just wait until this is me 24 seven. Cause I didn't wait to
2: see how that poor child comes. They're old-
1: <laughs> I've already warned my wife that one, it's a boy, so he's going to be exactly like me. And uh, I don't know if she's ready to deal with that.
0: I'm not ready to deal with that. And I don't <laughs> even live with you.
1: Okay. It's so uh, tell us with
0: him, man, I can't, do you guys tour
2: much? Like, do you, do you travel like in a van or something? Not
1: currently. And
0: uh, no. we'll see
2: if that changes.
1: <laughs> if it does, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> No, I'm not sorry. There is not not a part of me that's sorry.
2: I I had hope for you, man. You apologized for something.
1: (laughs) Okay.
0: Eventually, we'll get to the lyrics.
1: Outside of, it's a great song. What other comments do you have about the the lyrics (laughs) of this song? I think,
2: well, for starters, go watch the, the lyric video on YouTube because I feel like Ed from A Secret Ending, who's in this song, who also did the lyric video killer job by the way um he really brought the the imagery out it's in a way it's kind of like that cliche like the ship is going down you're in a sea right but and it's kind of a simple message in the song struggling through hard times in your life um either with sin or just it just seems like bad things are hitting you left and right but in the end it's kind of a cry out to god Um, you know, in the, I guess it's, there isn't really a chorus in the song. It's very just kind of all over the place, but part of the lyrics after the first verse is talking about, um, like among these waters, so deep, dark, and cold, I struggle to find my life being swallowed in the undertow, but then it kind of hits and it's like, pull me out, set me free. You are all that I need. Um, and then it kind of goes into a little bit of you're all I need. Like I believe help my unbelief. And I think there's times where coming from a Christian perspective that we'll be going through difficult seasons in our life. And sometimes we'll just forget God exists or that he is our help in hard times. He is our, uh, refuge. And this is just kind of a song. A lot of the songs I write are also in, ways reminders to me like because I go back and I listen to it so I'm like you know when when I'm going through difficult times if I'm feeling distant from God I mean and when I'm close to God like just rely on God be close to God call out on God like all the time like Jesus is our hope (laughs) like there's nothing else that can really suffice and so in essence that's what the song's about and i actually took this song as the opportunity to to mention jesus by name in the song um like at the very end it kind of goes into this cool like guitar tapping solo type part and
1: yeah but of, you didn't actually play i that, didn't so. actually play
2: it i'm yeah i'm a fraud <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> but uh it, it just says there there is one who can save his name oh his name his name is jesus and um you know that was one of the songs where you know where i'm not trying to branding wise for refiner like i if you ask me oh is this a christian band i'm like yes but in advertising for the band like tags that i use on social media i am kind of um purposely not using christian metal in a lot of the posts um and that's just one of the strategies to try and hopefully reach somebody who might need to hear the song that isn't a christian and then we have the christian metal scene that's close that (laughs) follows all my pages and stuff that like don't know it is right so um but i wanted to take this opportunity in the song this was the last song that i wrote for the for the ep and that's why I feel like instrumentally it's superior to every other song, because <laughs> I actually kind of hit a stride with writing on it and that hopefully I can keep building on for the next stuff. But I wanted to take this opportunity to to name drop Jesus as the hope to, to hold on to. So, um, yeah, and I had to get Ed in. So he came in kind of like the second verse section. Um, and he absolutely killed it with his vocals as well it was it was so cool this was the first time i ever really worked with somebody for like a vocal feature and to be able to like fit somebody's vocals to my music it it was just like a a cool opportunity i want to take and he he worked on three amazing lyric videos for five of the tracks on this (laughs) ep and uh he did the logo as well. <laughs> uh, I had the old logo done, um, through somebody on Fiverr and I, I liked that logo, but Ed was just like, Hey, well, I'm working on these videos. Like I had an idea with yours. Like, can I kind of mess around with it?" I'm Like, sure, dude, go ahead. <laughs> like I've seen the stuff you do. Like, I will not decline that chance at all. And it came out absolutely amazing. And, uh, yeah so he was such a big help through this process i'm like i have to get you on here in some way i want you to be a part of it and yeah that kind of was the experience of undertow
1: i'll stop talking about it now. (laughs) sounds awful just awful (laughs) very cliche white people stuff yeah! Wow! <laughs> Drowning in the <laughs> waves. Yep, I was gonna say every metalcore band out there you have to has have a song songs. that has oceans or water in it. It's just yeah.
2: and then Collective the Revive is. copied me and they put out.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. I copied exactly. those yeah, bands. but I they actually, did it
1: better. So they
2: did do it better. <laughs> I honestly though, in recent years, like when I started doing Refiner, uh. I actually wanted to try some vocal stuff. There's a couple lines that I feel like kind of get to the essence of what Keebler does a lot of the time, but he's one of my favorite vocalists in the scene right now. And
0: um, yeah, I just wanted Hunter's to
1: over there not just shaking his head. I wasn't
0: going to edit this episode, but now I have to, I can't, I can't leave that in there.
1: <laughs> he listens to these things. <laughs>
2: Well, in that case, Levy Keebler, Keep Hockey, dude. I want more music soon. Drop an album, please. <laughs> Send me the album.
0: <laughs> there. Don't cut We need that to out. invite our fans on. Where are our fans? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have fans? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's
0: right. Never mind. <laughs> I will say
2: you guys have a pretty sick logo. And that's about all you have going for it.
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll take that. I will take that.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I Max mean, like, I, can't I don't argue even, with that. I don't even know who did it because our old guitarist commissioned yeah. someone to make it, and oh yeah, he's not here anymore, and we don't have contact with him anymore. So even if I wanted to know who made the logo,
2: no idea. Speaking of which, and this is an open offer to you guys. If you want to work together, like on a collab for a. Like cover for a single or whatever, like hit me up. I would totally wanna do that. Unless you I think it suck.
1: It's a great <laughs> offer, but I was gonna say, like, there are much more talented people out there that I'd much rather do business with. You just and can't just, afford them though. Just better looking people in oh. general too. <laughs> oh,
0: On the bright man. side, you could get him to do the guitar part so that way I'm not a part of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. I'd rather be a fake band than a band that has you in it.
0: <laughs> oh man. so you're you're <laughs> so tired that you're just going off and I'm so tired that I have no response for anything.
2: This has gotta be the most savage episode you guys have done. It definitely is.
1: You're welcome.
0: Oh my goodness. This will never Um, be forgotten by us or by the people who listen. I was going to call them fans, but they're more critics than
1: anything. (laughs) Oh, before we finish up, Dustin laughed at the last episode. He doesn't like the word secular when referring to music. I think he just prefers us to say non-Christian. I don't know what he wants from me. I don't care, but... He messaged me. He's like, you used the S word nine times in the last episode. And I just want to point out that the word secular, secular has not come out of my mouth once. I have not once in this episode said the word secular (laughs) at any point. So Dustin, (laughs) if you're mad about me using the word secular too much, the word secular has not come out of my mouth up to this point in this episode. So trust me, the word secular is not going to appear.
2: And then you just have to edit it with some bleeps in there. And then it makes it sound like you're saying some other stuff. <laughs> that was the terrible thing. So yeah. uh, for the kingdom core podcast, we had just uh, interviewed your hands, right? History. You should mm. hit up Taylor. If you haven't already, I don't know, but
0: uh, I just heard about them. So. Fun,
2: fun time. <laughs> um, but I was, I told them, that refiner had signed. And I was like, I might have to bleep this out depending on when this episode comes out and if they've announced it. And we waited almost two weeks after we filmed the episode for the episode to come out. And I was editing it the day before it came out. And I'm like, I had it it all done. And I was like, wait, I left the announcement Mm. in there and they still haven't announced it yet. I'm (laughs) like, I have to go back and bleep it out and we were joking about it like oh it'll sound funny right so i do that put out the episode the next day (laughs) out of nowhere (laughs) without them telling me they they announced that outside i'm like Uh. but i think it it added a little comedic element to the episode so i'm not i'm not complaining (laughs) you guys just gotta add the bleeps it just makes everything more funny whether or not you're actually swearing (laughs)
1: Oh, I yeah. could give him reason to Un- deep stuff out.
0: Nope, nope. Nope. <laughs> He's um, like, I don't want to edit this. If you haven't seen it, it's hilarious. <laughs> Go yeah. and watch uh, Star Wars Unnecessary Censorship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those I love the stuff.
1: Sesame Street ones because those are for kids <laughs> and it just makes it that much better.
2: <laughs> I, it's been a long time since I've seen <laughs> those. And I look those up again.
1: All right, so... Anyway. Um, <laughs> where is the best place for people to find you if they want to follow refiner
2: yes you can uh follow me on facebook and instagram at refiner metal all kind of one word and then uh you can check out my Bandcamp page which to my knowledge will only ever exist now for this ep because it sounds like rottweiler makes their own one for their artists so yeah Um, I will eventually have a new Bandcamp page through Rottweiler whenever new stuff comes out. Stay tuned for that. But uh, you can also follow me at youtube.com slash for the rock. It's my YouTube channel. I do a bunch of cheesy reaction videos and podcasts and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, just keep up to date with refiner at mainly on Instagram. And then I guess whatever I post there goes to Facebook. So That's about it for now. (laughs) Go go follow on Spotify, and you'll be the first to hear whenever something new drops. And thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh,
1: Gosh,
2: (laughs) for the one times. Yep. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me on, and just to get berated all.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: that's uh, when I invite when I was my uh, absolute pleasure. Yeah. I'm well, waiting I was sending for those tomorrow morning. I on it.
2: Hunter is going to send me a message in the morning.
0: I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I'm not waiting until the morning. I'm not waiting until the morning. <laughs> <Send> <laughs> <my exit>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, then you guys are going
2: to have a long, long talk next time you see each other.
0: <laughs> which is tomorrow. <laughs> Most likely. Anyway, some housekeeping stuff uh again as always for i mean most of the people that listen to this already know if you're not in the discord get in the discord come on like that's where we talk where we share memes we pray for each other all that I'm fun mostly stuff. share memes to mostly share memes Zachariah. i am no, gonna don't. post something right after this <laughs> but no i mean perform that's an exorcism <laughs> see the thing is it's the blue fire horizon discord community but at the same time I share stuff from all different bands. We have all these different people sharing their own music. It's not really a, I mean, I don't know why we did it other than the fact that the admins are, we're all the band. That's it. But go join it because it's not just blue fire horizon. It's everything. So go meet us there. It's always in the the podcast description, all that. So go, go join the community.
1: Uh, We talk about lots of bands, but only the good ones. So sorry, Chris. <laughs>
0: you just talked
2: about me. You just mentioned my name.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have I to make only sure. Talk I'll about shut up about the
2: Above average ones. So
0: I'm gonna go into our uh, <laughs> our uh, managing bot and set up as one of the like auto ban terms. Put in refiner. <laughs>
1: so <it's> soon <laughs> as soon as someone <laughs> see, just watch. I know for a fact that he has. Some of our music on his For the Rock playlists. I'm going to look up his playlist and stuff on Spotify after this, and it's just going to be taken down. Like all of our stuff is off. I'm
2: literally going to do that right (laughs) now. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get rid of it.
0: (laughs) Success. So, Discord community, other things is we appreciate all those who continue to contribute and uh, donate to us monthly. You guys are awesome. For those who feel called to do so, we would appreciate if you did as well. But as always, reluctancy in giving is something that I believe that there's no reason to fight that. So if God is not calling you to give, uh, towards this ministry, don't just don't because we don't, we don't want money where you you feel like it's not going where you think it should be going. If you want this ministry to continue in that way, then we appreciate it. But you know, we're not going to ever force anybody or try to guilt people into to paying for us to continue this. Um, yeah. I think that's all I have. Zachariah, any closing notes or did I miss anything?
1: Yeah. If, if you want to listen to good music, now is your chance to not listen to the rest of the episode and go listen to good music instead of the song <laughs> that Hunter's about to play.
2: Well, I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> all I'm right. Not paying. you guys-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that, that is a good choice. <laughs> Whatever just you can decide. The
1: supporters, the supporters that we have If you're one of my haters,
2: in, go yeah.
0: ahead and pay them. I mean, that's
2: okay.
1: <laughs> just watch the supporters yeah. that we do have. We watch them just drop off.
0: Chris was every one of our supporters, and now we don't have any.
2: <laughs> yeah, I take back that offer
0: that I mentioned earlier about the art.
1: Good. I didn't want no. to take you up on it anyway. Sorry.
0: All right. Undertow by Refiner is next. God bless. You can help support us by heading over to anchor.fm forward slash TWIE pod and clicking on the donate button where you can select one of a few monthly donation rates of $1, $5, or $10. All money helps keep this podcast up and running, as well as supports lesser known Christian artists. Thank you for listening and God bless.